On this episode of A Soul's Quest podcast, Omar and I are discussing the topic of embracing uncertainty and turning fears into fuel for personal and professional growth. Stay tuned. All right. So here we are again. Here we are again. Yeah. So. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm in a much better mood than you are, clearly. Oh, I'm in a great mood. Are you? You must be in an excellent mood. I'm in an excellent. I'm in a fabulous mood right now. Awesome. That's great. Fabulous. I like that. I like that word. Fabulous. I'm glad that you like that word. Yes. I do. So what is today's topic? What are we talking about today? We are talking about embracing uncertainty. Oh, really? And then turning that fear into fuel for, okay. you know, development, personal and professional development or growth. Nice. Yeah. Nice. No, that's a very good topic, actually. It is a very good topic because yeah. I think that... Uh, I feel it. I feel fear almost every day. It's like yeah. my life is uh, defined by fear. It's trying, <laughs> trying to surpass it <laughs> on a regular basis, you know. Well, then this episode is for you. It actually... <laughs> I'm, I, I might be taking a lot from it, to be honest with you. I hope so. Yeah. I did um, some research for this um I like to do research on these episodes because one, I like to have some sort of listen. I, I this is where I found this, and this is legitimate, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Source, but I also like sourced to, material. Sourced. Yes, and and to give it substance, you know what Correct, I mean, and yeah. to back up what it is that we're talking about. Not mm-hmm. only um, can we talk about it from our own personal experiences because those are real. Mm-hmm. That is a real thing. Yep. But also that this exists on this platform of where research has been done and on a philosophical level where people actually have conducted on research on these things. And, pra- yeah. mm-hmm. and, um, and so, and, you know, fear and uncertainty are really big. It's a big deal, yes. you know, and in the research, when I was looking at all this stuff, I was like, wow, this really is like a big deal. Like people really experience a lot of turmoil when it comes to um, not knowing the Ex- not knowing. Yes. You know what the I mean? The unknown, right? The unknown. Yeah. But there's a book that I read, right? And I might reference it a couple of times in, in this conversation, right? Which is Alan Watts, The Wisdom of Insecurity, right? And he has this thing. He has, and you could go online and, and listen to it online, about where that fear comes from, right? Mm-hmm. And that fear, the, fe- the uncertainty, right, um, comes from the fear of death. Mm. Right, which is the ultimate fear that we all possess, mm-hmm. right? Because nobody wants to not exist, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's right? part of it. That also, I think people it. are like, "How am I going to go?" <laughs> Precisely, but <laughs> I don't, don't want to hurt <laughs> the fear of not being anymore. Right? Yeah, yeah, right? that's a huge fear. That is yeah. a huge fear. So like life is going to go on. Yeah, when I'm not here, regardless. Exactly. You know? that's, so the, that's scary. So then, one of the things that he says, right, is to embrace that. And if, and if you start really thinking and meditating on death, right, mm-hmm. that there is a freeing, a freeing point that really comes from it, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And I want to, I want to, I'm going to stop here, but then we'll touch on that later on. Okay. Yeah, because I know yeah, that I'm, you have I'm a interested lot of in that. Yeah, yeah. So the yeah. fear of death and meditating on it. So, but go ahead. Let's go ahead. And I'm very interested in hearing about that. I've mm-hmm. never read that book, so I'm, I'm, I'm pretty curious to hear what you have to say and how mm-hmm. you can. Uh, Liven up this episode with sure. some Alan Watts because he seems to be a little dry. But okay, what? Anyway. What is wrong with you? Alan Watts is man. Listen, he let's puts not go me there. to sleep well, every you. time you have it on TV at oh, night. He entertains me. I'm like, yeah, I'm done. Well, no, nah, that's not what I really sound like. Just for clarity, but even though 
Omar thinks differently. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have a quote. We're starting with a quote. And this sure. one is by Stephen King. Awesome. Stephen yeah. King. Okay. So he says, and this is interesting because some of the research, uh, you know, that I did wasn't not articles based, but I did some readings, some blogs and some articles that people had written. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. he was, he came up quite a few times Mm -hmm. about this whole fear and uncertainty and things like that. And he says, the most frightening moment is always before you start. Mm -hmm. After that, things can only get better. Mm. So that, that was interesting because I think a lot of the point of this episode and what we're talking about is that fear holds us back. It does from becoming a better version of ourselves, both personally and professionally. Yes, it does. And that is profound. And, 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 and I have a good example of that before we get into, you know, kind mm-hmm. of diving into, you know, embracing and, uh, uncertainty. And so here's the thing, right? So we talked about like the whys, why is fear such a thing, right? With us, right? So number one, I talked about death, mm-hmm. right? And the fear of us not existing anymore, mm-hmm. right? So that's an ultimate, that's the ultimate fear, right? Not existing anymore. And, um, but the, the underlying, I think in our society more in our modern world, right? When you start thinking about fears, they derive from social, what's the word? Um, from social acceptance more than anything else, right? <clears throat> because we are such a success driven culture and a culture that is driven by status, Right? We don't, whatever we want to say, and for whatever reason, um, the fear of not being someone, the fear of not being accepted, the, the fear of not belonging, right? Those are the fears that, that I think are, are, are so much more prevalent now, right? And this is what you see, for instance, the uh, uh the suicide rates skyrocket because people is like well I'd much rather not deal with all this so I'm off you know so like th- th- why is it that we're so fearful of things you know I-, I remember growing up and I remember even now in, in my life it's about you know what well, well what people are gonna look at me as a failure I haven't done as much as I should have this and that and the other blah 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 that fear of validation of not being validated enough. It's one of those things right now that is almost like a plague on our society. Considering all the advancements and everything that we have, it's still something that is like, like prevalent. So I think this was some of those reasons why. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. That was I. I was going to share an example before you started, where um, when when I was saying that fear holds you back from achieving your potential, mm-hmm. right? And um. One of the things, and I, and it's, it was a really big fear for me because when I went back to school for to get, you know, for my doctorate, I remember having to go to residency for a week, and it was right at the start of our program. Like that was the first thing that we had to do, mm-hmm. and um, actually, I think we were in class already, but we had to like go to residency for five days. That was my very first one, and I was petrified. I was very nervous. I was scared, and I remember sitting in like a u-shaped with a group of classmates and i think there was probably 22 or 23 of us i don't remember exactly and all of these people as they introduced themselves uh, you know director of this business own you know like all these different titles and then it came around to me and i was like you know 
I work at this and this is what I do. And it just seems so insignificant. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I was filled with so much anxiety and so much fear for in that moment, up to that point, I was like, I got this, this is cool, you know? And then in that moment I was filled with so much uncertainty Mm -hmm. because I didn't, I was like, these people are above my level. I'm, I'm, I don't belong here. And that is called the imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. Um, I later found out, but I remember feeling that way so much so that, um, I had talked to you on the phone and I think I had jokingly said, but I meant it that if everybody in the room leaves on this break, if they all leave the room, that will be my opportunity to grab my purse and my bag and leave. And nobody will even know that I left. They'll just be like, where did she go? And okay, we'll investigate later. And then, you know, I don't have to face any of these people. Mm -hmm. And what was interesting about it is that not everybody left the room. There had been other breaks where people just disappeared and I was the last one in there. But in this particular moment, when I thought that and I said it, nobody left. And I was like, I can't just leave because this is going to look bad. I'm going to look bad. It's going to look whatever. The point that I'm making is that had I not stayed or been forced, because I was kind of forced to stay because I was going to leave, I would not be a doctor today Mm -hmm. and have overcome all of these challenges and fears and things that I had gone through and obstacles to come to get to the point that I'm at today. No. uh, Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was, I I was filled with fear throughout the entire program. When I had my comprehensive exams, Mm -hmm. remember I got sick with COVID. I was like, Oh my God, I can't even function for the first four days. And then I only got 10 days to write a 70 page paper. Mm -hmm. You know, I was petrified and it was scary, but I did it. Yeah. You know what but, I mean? And that's the thing right there, right? So one of the things that we used to teach, we used to do this thing in New York uh, called the five mile hike, right? I might have, might have mentioned it before, right? So we used to take new Boy Scouts, right? And they have to, um, we had to walk across the GW Bridge mm. along to the Palisades. But as we, we had this one exercise in which we put a beam between two trees and they have to walk across it. And we had spotters underneath actually, mm. right? But the idea was not to get across, Mm. That wasn't the goal. Mm-hmm. The goal was because when you are high up, right? So height is one of those big fears that people have. Oh, when you're Public, high up. Yeah, okay. height. I'm sorry. Height. Right. So you were high up, yeah, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That's one of the big fears that people yeah. have. Fear of heights. You know, public speaking is another one, right? Yeah. Um, and the idea was not to get across. The idea is that when you felt... Because, again, it's like fear manifests in the body, right? Mm-hmm. You start getting sensations. Physiology, and you, you get yeah. the, In your physiology, yeah. you start, you start. The Sweating. Bre- <laughs> yeah, you, you're breathing from your chest instead of from your stomach, right? Breaking so out in hives. So, you, you know, yeah, you do. That, <laughs> yes. All those things happen. No, yes. And it is true. Physiologically, it manifests yes. itself, right? Uh-huh. So, it's like at that moment, it's the idea to collect yourself, mm-hmm. right? And then be able to take that extra step. So, we always encourage them. When you get to that point, it's just to take that step. Take just the take next that, step. Take just yeah. take the next step, you know, and consequently, some of them didn't cause because it is you know it's challenging as a bouncing and physically <laughs> physically it was a challenging exercise. It's like the rope scores when you go to a rope scores, you know, it's a challenging exercise and some mm-hmm. people can't physically do it. Right. Um, but it was the idea of taking one more step and then seeing where you were before to where you are now. Yeah. You know, and that Precisely. was and that was the kid and what you did in there yeah. it was like you oh my god I'm not. 
I don't belong in here. Mm-hmm. But you, you you push yourself to be in there, yeah. to take the information in. Yeah. But that also says something else about our culture. I mean, and, and again, this is what I was saying, belong, about that sense of belonging and the reasons why we belong. You know, it wasn't about you getting the information. And this is how our culture is so perversed in many ways, right? Because it wasn't about you getting the information and getting better as an individual, right? Right. Uh, at first it was, but when you got in there, it became about the acceptance of course of other people yes the sense and of what belonging they were think of and, and oh they have done this and i have <clears> done <throat> that and, and and but we do that to ourselves constantly mm-hmm. this is a constant thing and it's very challenging because we are so bombarded by visions and ideas that that keep us from really focusing on mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. right and living that our authentic life Rather than what somebody else, and yeah. I've done it before, but I so I relate, mm-hmm. right? Trying to fit in into different environments that I really don't have, not that I don't have any business being, but that I really didn't want to. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to like be fit in and all that stuff. Is I'm knowing full well that I'm a free spirited person that doesn't like to be bound, mm-hmm. right? That you know, that doesn't have to. Don't I don't have a certain um, makeup, right? To be in those things, you know. So it's being authentic mm-hmm. too. Agreed. But anyways. Living an authentic ahead. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and that's one of the <clears throat> biggest fears that we have right now. It's like the fear because you don't want to be ostracized. Um, but yeah, it's like it, it's it's psychologically speaking. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like what we're getting at. So the idea of embracing uncertainty is hard for us. And that's what we're talking about is because there's that fear. Um, I keep wanting to say fear factor, the fear component. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like I was saying earlier, you know, we fear what we don't know. Correct. It's like what you're talking about, the beam, you know, you don't, you don't know if you take the next step, what's going to happen. So you're afraid of it. Mm-hmm. You know, as I sat there in class, I feared, you know, what else am I going to have to talk about that, that I'm not, I'm going to feel less than, or I'm not going to sound as smart as these people, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, how, it, that's the part that makes it difficult to, um, trust the process because what we're asking people to do in this episode is basically trust the mm-hmm. process, you know, to embrace uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And that's difficult. So this is what I think that <clears throat> that that idea of meditating about death mm. kind of like fit, fits in, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, one of the things that... I was just going to say, so mm-hmm. how do we move through and shift our perspectives on embracing uncertainty? Uh, precisely. Boom, your turn. Boom, right? <laughs> so precisely. So one of the things that we focus we're on, on... We're on we're, cue we're here. On cue. We got this. We're on cue. <laughs> um, perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So we always talk about the pale blue dot and mm-hmm. we talk about... The overview effect, right? We have we've talked about that in the past. The idea that we're just really in this beam of dust, suspended in a beam of light, mm-hmm. going around a star that has a he has a ticking time clock. He will expire, and consequently, so will we, mm-hmm. right? So we have to understand that that's a reality of our lives, right? So Alan was suggest really meditating on the fact that this is inevitable and mm-hmm. that death is inevitable. Right. Mm-hmm. So and what happens consequently is that if you know, if you accept this reality and you shift that perspective, right, then theoretically, right, you should become less fearful. You should become less apprehensive. Mm-hmm. Right. Because the reality is that in the in this in the in the face of inevitable mortality, Mm-hmm. Right. What is the importance of taking another step? What would be the fear of not trying something that you've been wanting to do? 
mm-hmm. because at the end of it all, there will be a finality to it. Mm-hmm. So why not try it? Yeah. I think that's a lot. I mean, that's d- sort of deep. It is. For, uh, and it's not that it's a bad thing to talk about. I think it's mm-hmm. really important because people do fear death. That's a thing, you know, and you have to be able to embrace. You can't ever leave your house because, you know, I'm afraid I'm going to die if I get into my car. I mean, you can't not but live. But we do live like that. But what ha- that's what happens. And, and mm-hmm. in modern society, which is something that I was going to touch on, it's it's one of the most debilitating things is the way that we live now. It's the, mm-hmm. the way people are going to perceive you the way that, that, that I'm going to show up in, 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 in this presentation. Oh, in this video. In this oh, vi- those people are funny looking. They're it, talk, what are they oh, talking yeah. about? In this video, I had a fear of doing these podcasts initially. Mm-hmm. I was uh, deathly afraid. Cause I was like, what are they going to think? We're idiots. And this and that. precisely now it's so much easier because we took a step forward. We took, mm-hmm. we, we, we went outside of our, um, out of our, our no, the norm of mm-hmm. doing something and exposing ourselves and talking about ourselves. And once we did that on our very first interview, like my first interview, I put myself out there and talked mm-hmm. about things mm-hmm. I never talked about with anybody. Correct. And I mean, my brother was like, what? My son was like, what? You know, people were like, wait, what? And some people didn't say anything at all. Mm-hmm. But I put myself out there. So I faced that fear yeah. automatically. I said, I'm just going to right there. I'm going to put it out there, you know, and we had to, to do a soul's quest, you know, and that changes perspective, right? When you when you really start thinking about the stuff that holds us back, right? Mm-hmm. Like, think about it, right? It's our fear of insecurity, right? Our fear of not being secure enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, just, just meditating and thinking about our finality, mm-hmm. right? Thinking about the finality. And this is something that I do as a practice, just to thinking about it, getting ready for the finality of my parents, you know, the people around me because they, they will go. And uh, yeah. I, it, and it's not that I'm wishing it to happen because it's not a morbid thing. No, you just thing. accepted that. It's that, it's that I, I've seen death before. We have people close to us pass away, mm-hmm. you know, and we have to kind of like realize that that's, that's, uh, and it's, that's a part of life. Death comes to us all. You know, so when you, when you really start thinking about that, and, and the, the, that idea of uncertainty of taking action towards a vision or something that you would like to do or someone in a relationship that, that you would like to say to them how you feel. Mm-hmm. It's like you got to be aware that if you don't do it, then what would be the point of well, living? It's about it's like there's such a finality to our existence exactly. that if you don't say something to a significant other or uh, somebody you're interested in or, or, or attempt to do something that you would not normally do. Or, you know, I, you always keep saying something about jumping out of an airplane. You have done that before. Mm -hmm. I am deathly afraid. Like I I can't even, when we get to the top of a roller coaster and we go down, I'm like, I feel it in my whole, my, my body. Right. But there's a part of me that really wants to experience that because I think to myself, jump out of an airplane. And if I happen to die, I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. that's what I say now, right? Because I'm doing this episode. Got to sound brave. But I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, why not? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But what's important to understand is that fear is not a bad thing. Because no. throughout history, fear is what has um, help us, helped us to avoid potential threats. 
and and it's what we needed in the past. Like now yes. we have Amber Alerts and we have things that kind of put us onto those things, right? But fear is not a bad thing in and of itself. No, fear is an evol- evolutionary mechanism to keep us sa- to keep us protected and to help us evolve. There's actually a, a, a when I was doing the research for this, and I was telling you this before. It's called the evolutionary purpose of fear, and it's basically a deeply rooted thing that we have in our biology and it's played a vital role in human survival over mm-hmm. history or in, in history. And that's what I'm saying is that fear is not a bad thing, but we can't allow fear to debilitate us mm-hmm. to the point where we don't take action. And we just talked about in a previous episode about um, vision to, to, um, to reality, action, to action. And goal setting. Mm-hmm. And it, there's going to be that fear component and that, 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 uh, that um, area of uncertainty of not knowing whether you're going to be able to achieve goals or yeah. you're going to be able to do things right, but you can't allow those things to debilitate you to the point where you don't do anything at all. Yeah. Is, isn't there a saying that goes, courage is not the absence of fear, right? Yes. Well, I don't remember the quote, but yes. But something to the fact that courage is actually confronting your fears, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you name it, um, hunting and confronting a bigger animal than you, mm-hmm. you know, there's an element of fear in there, but just taking the steps to go out there, you know, getting into a, a, a boat and going to a completely different place that you have no idea what it looks like. Um, it, it, it's, it's fearful, you know, starting a vision or a business that you have no idea what is going to come out, whether or not it's going to work. Yeah. It takes it takes fear, you know, going out and talking, <laughs> talking to a girl or talking to a guy that you really like and, and with the possibility of being rejected, you know, that takes courage. Yeah. But the fear is still still there, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like we, we have to be able to <clears throat> ex- understand that the uncertainty comes from the fact that we can't control the outcome. Right, exactly. You know, and the ultimate outcome that we cannot control is our lives, right? Like the, the how 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 it ends and how we began. Mm-hmm. You know, so when we when we really start accepting that and living from that perspective, that we can control the outcome, mm-hmm. right? The action needs to take place regardless. Mm-hmm. We cannot control the outcome. Mm-hmm. You know, and people might say, "Well, you can and you could." It's like not a hundred percent, you know. I remember watching this stu- this this PBS special, and there was a some scientists of up of off of an island in Massachusetts, and they were doing something with the environment, and they saw, and he said specifically, it's like we thought about everything, and we are ninety eight percent sure that it will work, and they asked him why not a hundred percent, just like yeah, he just said you just never know. You never know. It's like you never know because we can't we we can't account for everything. You know, it's like going to space. You know, it's like they account for a lot of things, but something could happen that is out of our control. Mm-hmm. You know, so that uncertainty comes from that the inability of us to predict with a hundred percent certainty what the outcome is going to be, particularly when it comes to things that we really will like. Yeah, you know that's the. <clears throat> that's the thing that 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 holds us back from taking from being more courageous for taking classes for 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 taking chances for knowing that we're doing something that is completely soul debilitating and because we're a fear of looking stupid or being broke or being destitute or doing all this stuff Mm -hmm. we don't take those chances yeah 
you know. Yeah, that's funny because I, when I when you talk about that, it makes me think of um, people in relationships or when they're starting to get into relationships with somebody that you know you want to be with this person, right? Mm-hmm. And you're so afraid of doing the wrong thing, yeah, and saying the wrong thing that you'll mess it up. And um, I know this person who uh, met another person that they were interested in, and he was so so concerned about saying the wrong thing to this person, to this girl. And I mean, it was like something that really like stressed him out. Like he like lost weight and he was really stressed about it. And it's so funny. Once he confronted that and just went with it and just said, you know what, I'm going to do it. What, what am I going to lose? You know, worst case scenario, she's gone and you know, whatever I'll start, start from scratch. And today I, they're Nothing. they're like they're great. They're doing great. Yeah, but you know what a, I mean. It takes and, courage. But had he not done that, mm-hmm. he wouldn't be in that relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean. And and he really wants to be in this relationship. It means everything to him. You know. Mm-hmm. And so it's just interesting how how things like that play out. Like you won't take a chance with somebody. We see movies like that all the time, like love story movies. You know where they I should have done that or the sliding doors thing and stuff. You know where if I would have done this differently, this might have happened. But you just don't know. Yeah. You just don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, and, and, and again, it's accepting the uncertainty of, of, of in the big, and I know that, you know, sometimes I tend to be more generalist and macro and all mm-hmm. that's and out there. Right. And uh, general and talking about death and talking about space and things like that, but in a practical sense, right. Like, and I, and I know this for like my own life, uh, I, like building this thing that I want to see kind of like to, come to fruition you know and, and and having the ideas of what i wanted to there's there's a lot of fear of acceptance there's a lot of fear that's like oh well you going in this field why you why this and that and the other right and um in the last few few weeks because fear has been hitting me you know for financial pressures for things like that and figuring out okay how do i what direction do i go what changes do i have to make how are those changes going to truly affect us um, from a, a standpoint uh, in the fear of the uncertainty of not knowing when things are actually going to open up open up and get going right mm-hmm. um, i came to a point in which i had to take a step back and say it's not the outcome that matters. Right. It's like I just have to keep doing. Yeah. And if I have to make choices, I have to make choices. Mm-hmm. And those choices might work out well. And those choices may not work out a hundred percent. But I'm still here and I'm still with the vision mm-hmm. of what I would like to do. But that's hard. <laughs> it's challenging. It's like it's it, it's it, it gives you the anxiety. Mm-hmm. It forces you to wake up in the middle of the night. Yeah. You know, so I have to kind of reminding my, keep reminding myself about, you know, I could die tomorrow. And then that what was the point. True. You know, I may not get to where I wanted to see happen 100%, but, you know, am I working towards it? Am I enjoying it while I'm doing it? Yeah, more right? importantly. More importantly, am I feeling creative while I'm, while I'm doing what I'm doing? Right. You know, am I learning something new? Am I having aha moments, you know? Yeah. It's like, so when you start shifting the perspective and realizing, yes, this could happen, but you you set those values for yourself and you start saying, okay, I'm hitting the creativity. Oh, I feel creative. You know, there's some moments that I just come home and just start working and I, and, um, I feel energized. Mm-hmm. I feel alive, right? And say, like, okay, that was a good, that was like really good. It's like when people have a really good workout, right? 
I don't work out, but the <laughs> ones that do, they're like, that feel really good. It's kind of like the same feeling, you know, when you're challenging your fears and then you know that the outcome may not be what you want, but, mm -hmm. and, and that uncertainty is out of the question. It's like, well, it's you savor those what, little things. Right. And what, that's exactly what, when I was doing, you know, looking for, for, um, some supportive information on this and where I got the stuff from Stephen King is basically what he talks about in the article that I was reading is that action dispels fear. Yes. And which is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. what happens is the unknowns become known, the uncertain become certain and the imagined fears or threats become less threatening in real life than in our minds. Correct. Because what happens is you're taking the next step and you're like, oh, it wasn't so bad. Oh, oh, take another step. Oh, well, that wasn't so bad. Exactly. At the end of my doctorate and as I walked across the stage and got hooded and all this different stuff, I thought to myself, what the hell was I so afraid of? Yeah. Like that wasn't so bad. It was, it was tough and it was very challenging mm -hmm. and I learned a lot and it, you know, I, there was a lot of sweat, blood and tears literally going through that program. Yeah. However, when I look back, I think, man, had I not done that? And that's the thing. It says the quest is paved with uncertainties and fear. Mm -hmm. But as we move through the process to get past the initial fear, step by step, we unlock our potential, a potential within us that is far greater than any fear. Yes. And that is exactly, I can only use that program as an example. And it can be any program. It was my associate's it be, degree. It even. could be anything. I mean, it was, it can be anything. Mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to, I use my doctorate a lot because- Gotta let everybody know I'm a doctor, oh my but God. I, it was a challenging program for me. I think it was the most challenging for me because it really challenged me on a variety of levels. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, but, and, but when I finished and we were at dinner that night celebrating this accomplishment, I was just like, it wasn't that bad, but it was mm -hmm. the actionable steps in that action that dispelled that fear for me. Yeah. And now I encourage people all the time. You got to go on for that bachelor's, you get your master's degree. You could do it, you know, if that's what you want. So when you're saying that, you know, it's being, it's just doing, doing in the moment that it, I, that's what I read a lot of stuff on that. So and I'm glad that you brought that example up, right? Because it really is like that, right? So I'm, I have a vision for where I want to be. I want to end up, right? Uh, personally and professionally within the next year, right? And I, I did this letter and I wrote this letter down, right? And what I'm learning while going... Wrote a letter what? I, I, wrote, I wrote a letter. Uh -huh. You have the letter. Yeah. Right? Saying oh, what I'm I want to end up in a year. You just said something brief on one. Yes, huh? sorry. sorry. I, I won't quit you that. skimmed over that. I People are like, what's that. he talking about? Yeah. <laughs> so, but... One of the things you wrote a letter about what you want to do and what you want to see happen in a year in a year from now. Yes. So one of the things that I've I've I'm I'm coming to learn now at this stage in life, and again, it's like when you go to work and you're working for somebody, or you're, or you have a profession, you know, you do your task, mm -hmm. right? And your task, you just get those done and you get those out the way, and then that's it. You go, you just do your job. Yeah. So, but when you're doing something that is uniquely for you, mm -hmm. like on your own, right? It becomes a little bit more fearful. Yeah, right? definitely. And then it becomes a little bit more like, like froze. What the? It's there. It's there. Okay, we could pick up right there, right? Can't we? Yeah, you, uniquely you. You wrote a letter. Start there. So when it's uniquely yours, right, 
it becomes more fearful. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, my fear has been, oh my God, am I going to get there? Oh my God, are people going to listen? Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, it's like, I'm a, how, how, how is all this endeavor going to affect me financially? Yeah, right, definitely. Pri- you know, yeah. again, cause primarily, that's a, primarily, like that's a <laughs> that's a real fear. Yeah, um, and it's a legitimate fear, right? It's a legitimate uh, a fear that that needs to be overcome um, tactfully, right? So I, I'm finding myself really focusing on a day by day basis mentally, mm. in the way that I talk to myself, mm. in the way that my inner voice is talking to myself. That's good, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. In the way that I say to myself, reminding of my values mm-hmm. constantly. Yes. Like, okay, um, if I'm doing this, like, what value is it hitting? Yeah. If, if I feel like this, what value is it hitting? When I'm feeling down, I ask myself, okay, am I enjoying this? Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm working really hard mentally and psychologically to make sure that I'm hitting those values, regardless whether the outcome has been reached or not. Yeah, those are important things to do. And and that's powerful. Yeah, actually. and it is that it, process is powerful. It, it, it's minimizing the uncertainty of what happens. Like it's mean it, it, it's minimizing the 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 effect. So now I'm focusing primarily not so much of if I make a decision right now, what was, what's gonna be the adverse reaction? If I make a decision right now, what am I gaining? Am I gaining freedom? Am I gaining creativity? Am I gaining enjoyment? Right? So you're doing exactly what I just mentioned. Precisely. Action dispels fear. Exactly. You're taking actions in the moment, and those are the actions that work for you, and they probably are going to work for a lot of people now that they've heard that, in terms of be, being in the moment and, and and making sure that everything that you're doing aligns with your personal value yes. system and that it that you're living an authentic and genuine Precisely. Life. And, and it's psychologically because that, that yeah. those actions that I'm taking yeah. are like internally. It's, like, like it's that, motivating you. It's, it's inspiring yeah. you. Yeah, it's a psychological. And, and, then, and, and then obviously after that, right, it's the physical action of what I have to do in order to get those things done. Mm-hmm. So it's a combination of the two. Yeah. Right. But those are the actions that need to be taken on a regular basis to remind. Yes. Take, keep it in mind of in the top of your mind, because I'm always like, fully, fully aware of my mortality. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but also in the in the cyclical part that I am right now, I have to also be aware of making sure that I'm doing that. I'm that I'm talking and focusing yeah. within myself to talk to talk of in course. that direct in that yeah. way to, to 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 say to myself. um um, before going to sleep, you know, this is what you're seeing, visualizing what I want. It's like you are capable, you know, just take a deep breath. It's and like just powerful po- or powerful, positive self-talk is basically yeah, kind of what you're doing, filling a narrative in your head for you. Changing that the makes narrative. You, yeah. Changing the narrative. Yes. Yeah. That, um, that changes the way that you, you per, that you perceive things and that you, the way it keeps you from that that keep you from moving forward. Uh, precisely, it's propelling you forward by doing what you're doing, exactly. which is a powerful resource or a tool. It obviously. is. It is. It's helping out quite a bit, you know. So that's it's good like to I'm, know. We'll so add that I on our strategies. I, I constantly work on that part. <laughs> no, it's that's good though. It's, I'm glad that you shared that because I don't think we're talking about that in our in the strategies that we developed today. Oh, okay. So, okay. but so today we discussed mm-hmm. the idea of embracing uncertainty and turning those fears that we have into fuel for achieving our full fullest potential mm-hmm. right okay. we have five strategies to help facilitate that process awesome okay 
So the first one is to understand the nature of your fears, which we kind of discussed today. But you have to recall that fear is an evolutionary response that evolved to safeguard us from threats, ensuring the survival of our ancestors and perilous environments, right? It's been something that's existed and it's helped navigate who we are as a species. Mm -hmm. While some fears remain rational and vital, others are irrational and limiting. Differentiating between them enables us to confront fear, fears directly, gaining clarity and breaking free from their grip. Understanding how fears manifest empower us to dismantle its hold and confidently move forward. Mm -hmm. um, shifting perspective on uncertainty, right? Uncertainty often carries a negative connotation associated with discomfort and anxiety. However, by reframing our perspective, we see it as an opportunity for growth. Embracing uncertainty means embracing the unknown with curiosity and openness, recognizing um, recognizing that it is an integral part of our life's quest, of our soul's quest, actually. So I do encourage people to read that book, The Wisdom of Insecurity yeah. by Alan Watts, mm -hmm. and do also listen to his essay on the benefits of, think, of thinking about death. Okay, that's good. Mm -hmm. Reframing fear as motivation. Rather than allowing fear to paralyze us, we can harness it as a motivational force. Fear, when channeled correctly can ignite our drive to achieve our goals. It serves as a signpost pointing toward areas of growth and development. By reframing fear as an indication of untapped potential and possibility, we can leverage it to set ambitious goals and propel, propel ourselves forward. Um, cultivating resilience and adaptability. In the face of uncertainty, resilience and adaptability are essential attributes to cultivate. Resilience allows us to be to bounce back from setbacks and challenges, while adaptability enables us to navigate the ever-changing landscape of life. By developing these skills, we become better equipped to handle the twists and turns that uncertainty throws us. Each failure becomes a valuable lesson, propelling us closer to our vision and goals. Mm -hmm. And we've definitely had our moments of failures but we've learned so much from those failures and temporary those setbacks, setbacks. Setba i was just saying setbacks because i gotta tell you there's so many things that i've learned from this whole process that we've gone through and mm -hmm. i think that's uh, pretty remarkable when you can actually learn from that and then move forward and still move forward and you know and have forward. the courage to move forward mm -hmm. okay and finally as stephen king suggests embrace courageous action the final strategy is to take courageous action despite fear and uncertainty Taking that first step, no matter how small, sets us on a path of progress. By gradually exposing ourselves to our fears, we build resilience and confidence. Each small victory fuels our momentum and strengthens our resolve. Embracing courageous action means pushing beyond our comfort zones, embracing the unknown, and reaping the rewards of growth. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And so I want to end by saying that Stephen King's quote, serves as a reminder that fear is not a signal to retreat, but an invitation to commence. The most frightening moment is always before you start, not because it signals impending doom, but because it represents the threshold of possibility. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Comment below with your thoughts and additional ideas, and remember to stay connected by sharing and subscribing. For more information, visit our website at asoulsquest.com.